the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Liz Collin has been our guest once before. She's with Alpha News. And some people think, well, Alpha News is just a conservative news outlet. Well, it's a different point of view. It's a unique point of view. There's no question. But Liz Collin is an honest broker. And she has written a book and now has a documentary called The Fall of Minneapolis. And it starts with body cam footage of the arrest of George Floyd, the many, many, many minutes and moments and sort of landmark pieces of evidence leading up to the video that you all saw. There's a lot of contextualizing here. It's fascinating. It already has over a quarter million downloads. That happened within days. Liz Collin next to tell us about it. Welcome to the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Liz Collin, great to see you. I started watching the documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis, and it is it, it hooks you right out of the gate, though, though I know that's not the point of it. The point of it is to shed some light and shed some truth. Uh, but let's start from the beginning. How did you get access to all of this police uh, body cam video? Well, thank you, Michelle, so much for having me on again. I know you were very nice to have me on to talk about the, the book uh, very early on last year. And that was that was sort of the point of, of all of this. Uh, the book is called They're Lying, The Media, the Left, and the Death of George Floyd. Uh, but we knew that not everybody would, would go ahead and, and read books. You know how hard it is to, to come by time these days. So we just wanted to put this this movie out there for people and make it available for free. It was a crowdfunded effort to 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 have as many people see this as possible to to spread the the truth. But I was obviously very close to this story, Michelle. As you know, um, my husband was a a longtime Minneapolis uh, police officer. He was the the head of the the union um, during these days um, after May of, of 2020. And I sort of got wrapped up and cancel culture came after me where I was working um, at the time and such. But I also felt like the media did such a terrible job with this story from the beginning. And there were all of these people they were not talking to uh, that had these intimate stories. And I wanted to go back and, and give them them a voice. And uh, that was kind of the point of, of the film. It's amazing that it's crowdfunded because it's it's like I said, I, I've just started it and I can't wait to finish it. I mean, it's really well done. It's compelling. It's uh, it's a really interesting approach, the way that sometimes you stop the video and remind people of what they just heard, just to make sure that that's what they heard. You put it up there in print. Um, and so I'm just wondering, what did, how surprised were you that people were willing to help you fund this thing? <laughs> Yeah, I think that that was it in the beginning, especially with with the book and such. And it sort of took kind of months almost to people brave enough to even you know host me for for book events and and such. Um, but I'm not a I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody really would would categorize me as as such. And I, I really have always had a, a firm belief in the truth as a, a journalist. I know we we share that, Michelle. Yep. Um, 
And it, you know, it's just been, you know, a 20 year career for me at, at this point. Um, but I was just so bothered um, by how it didn't seem that the truth mattered in this story uh, from the beginning. And I think when people start, uh, you know, this too, when people start speaking up, it almost gives other people uh, courage to, to do the same, you know, courage is contagious. They say that yes. for, for a reason. Um, so I think that that has helped uh, here too. I've heard from a lot of people in the film, you know, thanking me for kind of convincing them to do this and, in, in some some ways because they've heard from so many people. How tough and it, was it, that? It, was it a tough thing to get people to say, yes, Liz, I'll sit down and, and do this? Uh, how, how much of a lift was that for you? Yeah, I think the, the thing that was so apparent uh, while shooting this, and we did it um, over the course of a, a couple weeks uh, here in the cities, and it's uh, it's sad, really, to see what uh, has been allowed to, to happen uh, to these police officers. Minneapolis really lost the best of the best, in, in my opinion, with 380 police officers who've now left in the, in the wake of this. And, and we interviewed, you know, kind of the, the stereotypical cop as far as, you know, the real tough exterior, but every single person... Uh, we talked to for this film broke down uh, be, being interviewed. Um, and that, that was sad to see. I mean, this, this career, this profession meant so much to them. Uh, they cared about protecting the city and the, and the people in it. And, and many of them that we talked to for the film left uh, be, because of all this, because, you know, our so-called leaders in Minnesota basically served them up to an, to an angry mob. And it was, uh, it was pretty emotional uh, to, to hear these stories firsthand. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. I, that's, that's, it's been remarkable. I mean, there's so much that has happened since 2020. We remember that the all-star game got yanked out of Atlanta. I'm bringing this up now because they're just now taking it back to Atlanta for 2025, but in 2021, they canceled it because they thought these voting rights laws were, or vote election laws were somehow Jim Crow 2.0. So this Racial reckoning, as Whoopi Goldberg called it, exploded after George Floyd and affected so many tentacles of society. And now it's sort of like nothing changed with the voter laws down in Georgia, but somehow Major League Baseball is okay now putting the All-Star game there when nothing has changed. And you don't see anyone protesting. You don't see anyone saying, no, 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 Georgia's still got these awful election laws. Don't bring the All-Star game back here. So now it's sort of like, okay, there's distance. Can we handle seeing a different perspective of that George Floyd episode? And that's, I think, what you bring here. Um, I, I, what, what I'm floored about from the beginning of the film is that I, I haven't seen this stuff before. 
how many people have seen this prior to you putting in this in this documentary? I know you mentioned the the body cam footage. Yeah. Uh, keep in keep in mind this is a. Public. This should be public, uh, but this is the very first time in Minneapolis police history that body camera footage is withheld uh, from the, the public in a critical incident such as this. And people really should question why. That's another reason putting the, putting this out there. What does this really say about our justice system, not only in Minnesota, but you know, but in America? Um, so that's why we we started the film simply with the body camera footage. Here it is, and I still to this day think that. Um, you know, if they would have made that available the day after or, or two days after and fully explain this interaction with George Floyd, we simply would not be having this this conversation today. But there's a reason they they went ahead and pushed this viral Facebook video uh, from the start. Again, there's an interaction that takes place with George Floyd uh, nearly 12, 13 minutes before Derek Chauvin even arrives on scene. Um, and, and also, you know, you mentioned this this race situation and the media was very quick to pounce on that that narrative, this very divisive narrative when it's simply this interaction did not did not support that. You have Alex King, the arresting officer of George Floyd, uh, a North Minneapolis kid who dreamed of being a police officer. He's black. And, and he went ahead and, and arrested George Floyd that day. And we bring his story out in the, in this film, The Fall of Minneapolis, too, uh, which is, is heartbreaking. His mom is a longtime North Minneapolis educator. Uh, this is Alex King's uh, story. And he's sent to prison after being on the job for three days. Uh, he gets a prison sentence of three and a half years uh, for, for what took place at 38th in Chicago that day. What again, because I haven't completed watching it, I want to be open about that because the questions I'm asking you are from the, the, the standpoint of someone who hasn't seen it all yet, which I'm assuming right now, hopefully we're speaking to people who are curious about this film, who want to take a look at it. When you come away with all your research, Liz, was George Floyd murdered? Well, we still, um, I mean, I think that the evidence supports that this is a multifactorial death and you have um, the medical examiner in Hennepin County stating that within 12 hours um, of, of his death. I, I'm always very honest, too, that I'm a, a journalist, I'm not a, I'm not a medical examiner, I'm not a doctor and such, but the evidence certainly doesn't um, support what um, what transpired, even if you compare it to other past uh, court cases and such uh, thing. We, we, we have taken a look at, at other things. And uh, we wanted to explain in the film just uh, sort of step by step and, and day by day how this narrative did begin to change with the, with the medical evidence. And I do that uh, more in the book as well. Uh, but you have the, the medical examiner, Michelle, say right away from the very beginning, there's no strangulation marks. Um, also, Dr. Baker admitting to, um, you know, the, the, the knee isn't on the neck. It's more on the, the shoulder blade. And we, we hear that come out in court a bit more. Um, but but all of these um, things that, again, were out very early on, were almost ignored um, by the media completely. And we talked to the families involved um, as far as the, the families who's whose loved ones are now in prison. And they really thought once this medical um, information became public that there's no way they can go ahead and, and charge these guys with with murder in, in the case. But obviously we know that didn't happen. We have three times the, the lethal limit of fentanyl in George Floyd's system that is that is highlighted. And also um, just different things about if, if George Floyd was found anywhere else, uh, this would be called an overdose. Those are Dr. Baker's own words uh, from the very beginning. It's so tough because you've got, you've definitely got a divide in this story. I think you've got people who will never believe that it was anything other 
than murder. Um, and you've got others who are open-minded or, and then you've got some who are going to fully back the police side of this. It's, and in these divisive times, uh, it's very tough to try to sell a story that doesn't comport to, you know, that media narrative as we've called it. And I put the air quotes around it because it, it does happen. It does happen that in every newsroom across America, local and national, there is an initial story, and we can point to a lot of them, where someone's done something that they see as racist or wrong, and, and then you pull back the camera and you find out. I think of the Covington kid um, that, you know, was standing there in his Make America Great Again cap, right? just listening to this Native American. And that little piece of video ruined the kid's life, essentially, although I think ultimately, you know, he sued and he won. Um, but I think those little, those moments, people decide to run with them before knowing everything because it's on video. It must be true. In spite of the fact that maybe there was 10 minutes ahead of that video that you didn't see or 10 minutes after that you didn't see. So I get what is you, what you're close to this story. You've mentioned it's a little bit personal to you. You're married to a police officer, a guy who was head of the union at the time. You were in the news. People wanted to cancel you. In some, some people would say they were successful. Your biggest takeaway and why this meant so much to you, Liz, of, of this story. I, I think that um, Alex King almost summarizes that that perfectly um, in, in the film, uh, The Fall of Minneapolis. He talks about don't let this happen again. Uh, don't knee jerk. Uh, don't let this race bait. Um, don't you know, don't fall for that. You, you don't don't go ahead and and compute what the, the media is telling you. There, there's more uh, to this story. And in most cases, many many stories. And, you know, we are we are better than this. They were successful in dividing us um, over this. And he just talks about how that did not have to be. Um, and I think that that his words really ring true here. And, and talking about even the, the body camera, the footage as well, you know, that, that was withheld from the public for, for nearly two and a half months for, for a reason, as, as I've said, but also uh, the damage was kind of done very early on um, in, in this case. And I think that it took away um, so much from so from so many of us, you know, our sense of safety in, in many cases, as we've seen police uh, leave, leave this profession in, in droves, uh, mm -hmm. but also our sense of civility. I mean, we had angry mobs show up at, at our house over this uh, several times that summer. Many people's uh, homes were protested, jobs and careers were um, you know, ch chased after and, and such. But, um, but I think there's um, a lot of, a lot of messages there that, that many of us can, can learn a lot from. What are the chances, if any, Liz, do you think that if, you know, if enough people, and you've said there have been what, 700,000 downloads of this film so far? Yeah. So far on, on Rumble, um, we, ha I think we just, uh, hit about 700,000 uh, today. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's only been out for less than a week, right? Yeah, just uh, just since since Thursday. So it, it's remarkable. And the thing is, we've faced uh, no surprise to you, uh, you know, quite a bit of censorship when it comes to uh, Facebook and, and such. And we did did expect that. So that's why we went ahead and put it on Rumble, made it available for free. And we're pointing, you know, to as many people as possible uh, to our channel, which is Alpha News uh, MN, or you just go to the fall of Minneapolis dot com. Yeah. But it also shows that the truth still matters. Um you know, a lot of people are hungry to, to see this. Yes. And want to know. And that's where I was going with this next question. 
What do you think the odds are that let's take Derek Chauvin out of it. Um, but the other police officers that you mentioned, what are the odds of them being exonerated? Well, there's actually some new information. Uh, we we broke that on, on Alpha News just a, a few weeks ago about um, just some different conversations that were happening between Amy Sweezy, who was a longtime prosecutor in Hennepin County, with uh, Dr. Baker, the Hennepin County medical examiner, in, in the wake of George Floyd's death. And in these depositions that were just made available, uh, she's involved in a lawsuit against now former um, Hennepin County attorney uh, Mike, Mike Freeman. But she's talking about how Dr. Baker says very, very early early on uh, with his findings in the medical evidence, what if the, you know, what if the, um, evidence doesn't match basically what the public has already decided. This is the kind of case that ends careers. And she's saying this this in a in a deposition under oath um, just this summer, and these documents were just recently made available. So now I do know that the attorneys for those three other officers are taking a look at this because they pled guilty, remember, after what happened to Derek Chauvin um, and seeing his trial play out because all of them faced a lot longer in prison. So they went ahead and they pled guilty, not knowing all these conversations took place. People were with drawing from the case. They didn't feel comfortable charging the three other officers, et cetera. So I do think there is more to come uh, when it comes to Thomas Lane, Tutau, and Alex King's cases. Those three men are currently behind bars, right? Yeah, you have uh, prison sentences anywhere from three years in the case of, of Thomas Lane, who again worked to save George Floyd's life in the back of an ambulance, giving him um, he's doing chest compressions in the back of an ambulance. And this is all things that were not allowed um, in, in trial. And we go into that quite a bit in the film, too. Not so much what the jury was allowed to see, but what they were not and why that would have been been kept out. But you have uh, Thomas Lane, who received a, a sentence of three years, Alex King, three and a half and Tutau, nearly five years. Uh, his his prison sentence was. It's 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 really interesting. I, I hate to use the word interesting because part of me is just thinking, you know, yeah, you can call it interesting, and that's a really benign word to use. But it is amazing to me that when the fog of war, if you will, starts to clear, how more and more facts come out. And I applaud you for being willing to stick to this story um, and, and continue to bring it out. Now, there are some people who, because George Floyd died in this whole event, are never going to forgive anyone. They're always going to blame the police. But the repercussions of this singular story have been vast. As you mentioned, the number of police officers leaving the force, and not just here in Minneapolis, many places, uh, the defund the police movement. And I, I just wonder, <laughs> is, there, is there a way back from this? And, you know, is there... Does it, is it going to require an overhaul of Minnesota and Minneapolis leadership and in some of these other cities where they've seen police just say, goodbye, I can't do it? Yeah, it's a question I, I get asked the, the, the most, Michelle, you know, what can we do? What What is the, the road back? And I think um, we can all do something to support our local police department or any police departments and you know, for that matter. But but you're right about about leadership. You know, the match was was struck in Minneapolis and quickly spread across the country. And I and I say, too, and, you know, just through extensive research as, as well, which is laid out in the in the book and the film, we really had the perfect people in the perfect positions for this to play out here. Um, you know, the attorney general of, of Minnesota has has quite an interesting past um, that I think people didn't 
go ahead and, and look at when it came to these uh, cases. Uh, you have the, the governor of, of Minnesota withholding back um, aid in the early days of, of the riots. Um, you have a very left-leaning uh, city council in, in Minneapolis and also in, in the mayor as well. And sadly, I think we're all less safe because policing became so political in the, in the wake of all of this. I'm not sure any other profession that's put under the microscope like this. And I think that you know, uh, again, it's it's cost us all our, our sense of safety um, in a bit. So I, I do encourage people to take take a look at the, the key players, uh, because there is something to be said um, about all of them. And there's no question. And while we were going through those riots in the wake of all of that, in the wake of the the, the death of George Floyd, um, there were no real people willing to say, we understand your anger, but this isn't the way. Right. And for you talk about uh, professions that have been held under the under scrutiny for some national journalists from other outlets to come stand in front of burning buildings and say this is a mostly peaceful protest. Right. I just wonder what facts what what he was basing that that on, uh, it, it, because it just it, it's it's sort of like this. Don't believe what you're seeing. Don't believe what you're seeing. I've got a microphone with a mic flag on it that tells you that I'm from this credible news network. Believe mm-hmm. what I'm saying, not what you're seeing. And so there's this mistrust that was was festered f- f- with the media as well. And, and again, close to you. You, you, you've been a journalist all your adult life. So is there is there any coming back for the media or are people just happy to to accept whatever the media tells them? You know, I, I do think that people have lost their trust uh, just from what I've, I've seen in, in my career. You can clearly see, uh, you know, ratings going down. And even like this, this is an independent film to have 700,000 views in a, in a couple days. I mean, no local station uh, <laughs> could, could match something like that with a. Right. So, so there is still hope. I do think you have to look a little bit uh, more. It's a little bit more more difficult uh, to, to find, um, I believe. But, you know, I talk about that in the book, too, just how, uh, you know, how there was control over the words we were using. Still, you don't hear uh, mainstream media refer to any of this as, as rioting. You know that they are right. either referred to as protests or uh, unrest uh, or peaceful protests. And, and where I was working before, too, there was a mandate quickly put in place after George Floyd that half the people we interview uh, from from then on had to be non-white or from a protected class. Again, these these mandates it's shaping. And I'm, I'm saying, am I the only person here that thinks we are actually implementing racism? That is yeah. the definition of racism yeah. to judge people on their, their skin color. Um, but, 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 you know, things that morally and ethically just, just don't feel right. And I think that's why you see so many people even, you know, leaving that, that profession also. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 elections 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Well, what we are seeing that is hopeful is uh, an entity like the Free Press, Barry Weiss's uh, organization, that is not just Barry. She's welcomed writers from a number of backgrounds with a number of points of view, a variety of points of view, I should say, to write under this banner. And I find it one of the go-to places because they are independent journalists. Um, It is not under any, and, and, and Barry has so much credibility in my mind. All right. So back to, back to the fall of Minneapolis. What's so sad about this is it really does feel like a fall of Minneapolis. Like I don't, I live in the suburbs and I don't want to go into town anymore. You know, I don't want to go downtown. Um, And part of it is not just a matter of whether I feel safe or not. Part of it is to send a message to that city council and that mayor that you have, you have, you're responsible for this. And I'm not giving you my money. I'm not going to financially support. I'm going to support all the businesses that are leaving Minneapolis and going outside of it because you just don't, your values don't align with mine. And, and yet we just had another election of those city council people. I don't think anything changed. Did it Liz? <laughs> Actually got a little worse to be, to be quite honest. I didn't uh, to, think that to, was possible. To, yeah. To, to say ca- candidly, but, but absolutely. I mean, so many people um, are right there with you, Michelle. It's really hard to, you know, and we, we kind of took that for granted, right? That would be a, a you know, a fun night out going to a Minneapolis yeah. restaurant or, um, but, but yeah, it does. It also sends a message. You have to kind of vote with your, with your dollars uh, nowadays. And you see, you see even the mayor is still to this day touting, and we have some of this in the, the film as well, that the city is safe, crime is down, crime is down. Well, okay, maybe it's down from, from last year, but you know, in the meantime, it has basically everything's doubled um, yeah. or, or tripled uh, when it comes to homicides, you know, you, you name the, name the crime. Um, and, and even these officers talk about that. It's not a matter of, you know, uh, if basically you're the victim of a crime, it's almost when in, in some cases. Yeah. Don't forget, folks, uh, if crime goes up 500 percent from year one to year two and then comes down 10 percent, <laughs> one can say crime is down, but it's still up from where it was in that year one right. beginning and and up very high. So, I, you know, this is, again, this this encouragement of people not just to listen to the words, but to actually trust your own eyes, trust your instincts, trust what other people in your own shoes with your values are telling you. And, um, yeah, it's 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 Liz, I'm so frustrated and I'm sad, um, but I'm so grateful that you've done this, that you wrote the book. And now the film, The Fall of Minneapolis, like you said, close to a million people have downloaded this. I encourage everyone to take a look at it. What is next now as you are rolling this out? And I know this story has been huge to you. Truth is huge to you. It's important. I value it as well. Where do you go from here, Liz? 
Well, I, I do encourage as many people to, to watch it as possible, maybe around Thanksgiving time. We don't want to start any family fights because um, <laughs> we know this can be a, a sensitive topic for sure. But I do actually, um, you know, tell people to, you know, send it to, you know, maybe your, your left-leaning family member or whatnot, because that's what got us into this mess in the first place. We let them divide us um, mm-hmm. o- over all of this. And uh, I never really even considered myself a political person. I'll be I'll be quite honest. Um, and I wanted to approach this movie and just uh, we never even used the word Democrat or any anything along those lines. We really just let these people uh, speak for themselves. So that's why I think it's important to, um, you know, go ahead. And I think that for too long, too many of us had, have stayed quiet, to be to be honest. No so we question. have to. We have to go ahead and, and have these uh, conversations. But we're going to be uh, releasing, I think, in the, the coming weeks, some things that you didn't see in the film. Uh, it, frankly, uh, Michelle could have been about six hours long as a documentary, but <laughs> we wow. knew that people wouldn't uh, watch that. So that that's uh, still to come here on on Alpha News. So I'm going to do you know as, as many interviews as possible. Try to try to get this out there and in, in, in as you know in front of as many people as possible, I should say. I know the mainstream media won't be calling anytime soon, so I don't uh, really have my hopes up there. So. Well, they may not, but uh, like you said, um, people are turning to other places. So I encourage you, just all you have to do is put in your search engine, The Fall of Minneapolis. I did that this morning. Boom, there was the film. It's free. Watch it. It is compelling. It is well done. And immediately, immediately, Liz, I thought to myself, I can't believe I haven't seen this before. Now, part of that's on me for not digging it up, but to have it constructed for us in a way that goes from minute one all the way through, through this body cam video, which everybody wants and everybody says is so valuable, it's extraordinarily valuable in this case. So kudos to you. I admire your courage. I'm, I'm happy that you're doing this and uh, I, I hope people will, will watch and, and hey folks, why not donate a, a buck or two to the effort um, because this stuff doesn't happen out of nowhere. Uh, this is, I think this is probably, probably a good investment. Liz, thank, thank you, you so much. It's great to see you. Great to see you. Thank you for everything. Appreciate yep. your voice in all of this. You bet. Again, it's the fall of Minneapolis. All you have to do is put it in your search engine. You will find it. It is free and it is worth your time. And thanks to Liz Collin for putting it together, for getting it out there and for speaking on behalf of this story, which has a lot more to it than you probably ever, ever knew. So like Liz, be brave and do good. And we will see you next time. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.